0: Okay, on this week's What About Bob, we are going to address some of the progressive idiocy that has taken place over just this past week. Such names as Eric Swalwell and Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden will all come to the surface. So join us on another episode of What About Bob. It is December 13th, Sunday. 2020. This is Bob Ryneerson, and we are on the program What About Bob? We are, uh, I kind of put this together in just a, a week's thoughts on the idiocy of progressivism, and I'm going to start out with Eric Swalwell. Holy cow, Swalwell. I mean, if you recall, when all the attention by the mainstream, it media was given to impeaching Donald Trump, Swalwell got in line behind Nancy Pelosi, behind Adam Schiff, behind Jerry Nadler. And he it was like he was a schoolboy one in his see me moments, he couldn't wait to just simply repeat what everybody before him had said, as if he was some special dandy. Uh, But Swalwell, again, you haven't heard too much of them since uh, the impeachment facade kind of got trashed as it was all based on non-evidence uh, and just simply from progress's desire to get rid of Donald Trump. But Swalwell, you know, like a snake in the backyard, seems to reappear and did so in quite dramatic fashion as he is accused of having a relationship, some type of relationship, (laughs) with a Chinese spy simply known as Fang Fang. But uh, in borrowing a piece off uh, Yahoo's website, Axios reported, quote, that a suspected Chinese spy got close to Representative Eric Swalwell of California early in his political career and separately slept with two unnamed U.S. mayors as part of a years-long intelligence campaign. That's something, isn't it? Now, they want to be clear that as of right now, Swalwell has not been accused of wrongdoing. Well, um... He could be accused, I guess, of poor decision making as well as, you know, piss poor ethics. Now, although also from this piece off Yahoo's website, although Fox News host Tucker Carlson said that U.S. intelligence officials believe Swalwell and the woman had a sexual relationship and that Swalwell's office declined to comment on the matter. Hmm. How mysterious is that? And uh, Fox News also said that the suspicions of a sexual relationship between Swalwell and this woman came from original reporting. So it went on to say that Swalwell and his office did not respond to multiple requests for comment from Insider, but he did appear on CNN to question the source and timing of the Axios investigation, suggesting someone was trying to harm him because he criticized President Donald Trump. And in fact, if you saw it, he wanted to put the blame on the leaks that came out. Now, for God's sakes, as you probably well know, if it hadn't been for leaks coming from the side of Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi, that, you know, so much of the stuff involving Trump would never have gotten the attention it got, but it seemed every other week, the progressives stood firm and behind in solid support of any leak and took it as fact. But Eric Swalwell, again, I'm no fan of Eric Swalwell's, and that's probably an understatement. I consider him a simpleton. As I said before, he looks like some clean schoolboy that would have been in a class from the Christmas story with Ralphie. But even t- You know, to add even greater, how should I say, what the hell kind of attitude was the idea that he was running for president? I think if I recall, he was the first one to get out, but Eric Swalwell, president Swalwell, can you imagine? But on top of that, president Swalwell, who is having an affair with a Chinese spy, wow. What a John Carré novel that might make. Now, I, I knew, I simply knew, and I'm certainly no PhD here, but now I knew that Fang Fang, the Chinese woman at the center of the firestorm, I knew she had to be a spy. And why would I say that? Well, come on. have not you ever listened to the absolute garbage and schoolboy comments that Swalwell has made regarding anything that has even the least bit of seriousness? I mean, come on, no woman that hot, if you've seen a picture of her, she certainly is good looking. But no woman that hot would ever be caught dead with such a nerd as old Eric Boy, let alone bang his lights out if she wasn't in it for something nefarious. So hopefully, a serious investigation will take place so that we can learn if the congressional version of Urkel, remember Steve Urkel, sold his country out in order to simply get laid. We will see. I hope we'll see. But as a couple other things I'm going to be talking about as well, I don't know that we can have any faith in the system, especially a system under Joe Biden. Now, again, if you're going to talk about Swalwell in this incident, you're going to also have to talk about Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, as she has proved herself once again being indifferent to what be consider, what would be considered as common sense. Meaning, as many of the calls have come her way, to remove Eric Swalwell from the Intelligence Committee. Now, when all this got started, I learned, you know, as many of you did, that the very idea of being placed on the Intelligence Committee is, I don't know if I want to call it an honor, but it is a huge responsibility because you are going to be privy to some of the world's most, how should I say, precarious secrets. And Swalwell being placed on the Intelligence Committee in Congress as a freshman congressman certainly takes some chutzpah, don't you think? Why would Nancy Pelosi go out on limb? And now, here comes one of the big points of all this, is that as we have found out that Nancy Pelosi knew of the suspicions and the actions involving Eric Swalwell, knowing that he had a sexual, well, a suggestive relationship with Fang Fang, who was a Chinese spy, and yet she put him on the Intelligence Committee anyway? Come on! George, who delivers my mail, could have made better decisions than that. I mean, at least he gets all the letters in the right box. But So why would he even be considered for the highly classified information he would receive as being a member of the Intelligence Committee? Placed in such a sensitive position before even proving his character. Of course, then again, this proves once again, I guess, that character has no bearing in becoming a Democratic congressman. What do you think? Of course, here's the teaser. Since Nancy knew that Swalwell had indeed hooked up with someone who was a Chinese spy and who it may well come out to show that he lost his virginity to, meaning Fang Fang, then perhaps there is something much more concerning, just below the surface, but involving Nancy herself. (coughs) I mean, with what we have learned about the Chinese government, and with the inroads they have made into our country, infiltrating everything from Hollywood to the NBA to Congress, of course. And remember, we can't forget Dianne Feinstein's Chinese spy, who was her chauffeur, and certainly would have been privy to certain information that none of us would have ever been privy to, nor should have been, you know, just what was the purpose of Nancy placing Swalwell on the intelligence committee? I mean, I, I know this is a stretch, but don't tell me you haven't thought about it. Or many of you haven't thought about it. The idea that we have people high up in our governmental ranks who are purposely selling this out, and maybe for a cost, you know? I want to know if that big, expensive freezer of Dancy's was made in China. I'm just curious. So, let's switch subjects. Let's go to Joe Biden for a while. How about uh, Joe Biden? When he f- made that famous statement during the debate that Antifa was only an idea, Well, if you saw the news from this last weekend, that, uh, there was the big pro Trump rally that took place in Washington, DC there on, what was it? this Saturday, December 12th. And if you saw the news, of course you had the proud boys. Oh, I don't know what to think about them. I mean, everybody wants to call them fascists. I don't, I don't know that they're fascists at all. They certainly are far right wing. I think they're probably made up of a lot of people who are fed up with the way the world has gone. And I'm probably, I'm, I'm probably confident in saying that they believe that the status quo of the Republican party wasn't getting anywhere in this liberally manipulated country of ours right now. And so they take stands. I'm not sure I'm gonna criticize them for that. Now, on the other hand, The idea that, and I also know that there are several uh, races involved in the Proud Boys. It's not just all white privilege, whatever. So, anyway, but with that being said, the Proud Boys were on one side, and then you got Black Lives Matter and and Antifa on the other side. And my understanding was the rally, the original rally that was taking place in support of Trump had ended. And then afterwards, that's when the action got going. That's when there were numerous fights. But how about that Antifa? It's just an idea. So it was just an idea that stabbed four people during the rally. An Antifa idea that all at once grabbed a knife and stabbed four people. When you have thousands of violent terrorists showing up on a moment's notice to burn, to assault the police or anyone that disagrees what, with what their radical viewpoints spout, then I got news for you, Joe. That's more than just an idea. Maybe that's the problem with Swalwell. Maybe Joe Biden is the California congressman's mentor. I mean, is there some older, more seasoned politician, liberal politician, teaching Eric how to say such dumb things? And certainly Joe Biden has said his fair share of dumb things. In fact, he's the master of it. Now with that, let's move on to someone else. How can we talk about the last week's idiocy in the progressive movement without bringing up Governor Andrew Cuomo's name? Now, taking a piece from Breitbart, I want to read. As New York City restaurants face an uncertain future, with the latest force closure of indoor dining, Governor Andrew Cuomo is throwing himself a celebrity filled birthday fundraiser with the likes of Robert De Niro and Ben Stiller. The virtual party set for Thursday is intended to raise cash for the governor's twenty twenty two reelection campaign. I gotta tell you that just looking at that gives me a headache. But donation levels range from fifty dollars for young professionals to $10,000 for the host level, according to the official invitation. In addition to Meet the Parents co-stars, De Niro and Stiller, the fundraiser will feature special appearances by Whoopi Goldberg, Rosie Perez, and Henry Winkler. Not high on my list of favorite celebrities. But anyway, all of those stars will appear in a recent video tribute to Governor Cuomo during the International Emmy Awards. I'm still trying to keep from gagging up my lunch on that every day. And when the politician accepted a special Emmy in recognition of his televised coronavirus press conferences, that certainly was entertainment. Anyway, Cuomo, who turned 63 this Wednesday, recently ordered New York City restaurants to cease indoor dining saying that it is necessary to slow the spread of the coronavirus. However, He also acknowledged in a press conference on Friday that close to 75% of the state's coronavirus infections have come from private gatherings, while only 1.4% have been traced to restaurants and bars. The new order, which takes effect Monday, is sure to deal another economic blow to the city's restaurant industry, which is already hanging on by a thread following months of limited service. In the early weeks of the pandemic, Governor Andrew Cuomo ordered nursing homes, and you all remember that, to accept COVID-19 patients, which is believed to have caused the virus to spread rapidly among the state's elderly population, leading to the thousands of deaths. New York State has the second highest COVID-19 death rate in the country. So giving him an Emmy, quite frankly, is like giving an Emmy to Saddam Hussein, don't you think? I mean... Certainly, ordering certain deaths of people by what he did with the COVID nineteen patients and putting them in the nursery, nursing homes in New York. But what about? But here's, a, here's something that it's certainly crossed my mind here. Let's talk about Cuomo's lineage, his family tree. His old man Mario Cuomo, most of you will remember, who was also the governor of New York. Now, his parents, the parents of Mario Cuomo, which would be, of course, Andrew Cuomo's and Chris Cuomo's grandparents, uh, back in the day, they ran a mom and pop grocery store in the South Jamaica district of Queens. And if you take into consideration all the small businesses that have been impacted, by Andrew Cuomo's orders, my God, his own grandparents' grocery store would have likely been put out of business. Now think about that. I mean, he's going around making these huge decisions on the people's ability to make a livelihood in a capitalist country, in a country where freedom means everything to get a fresh start and stand on your own two feet. And what he's basically doing is going around with a steel bar and cracking everybody's kneecaps so they can no longer stand on their feet. So I don't know if Cuomo's ever considered the impact of his orders if they had been given back in the day when his grandparents were running that small grocery store. But certainly they might be out of business and of course he wouldn't be here, which, you know, hey, where's the time machine? So next, I want to touch on probably the most deceitful Democrat or who calls himself a Republican. That's poor old Mitt Romney. And poor old Mitt, when he previously stated there was nothing to the Hunter Biden story. I'm not going to try to get too heavy in the Hunter Biden right now. Everybody else is, or at least Fox News is. I shouldn't say everybody else is because they're not. But now since it has been revealed from none other than Hunter himself that he is indeed the subject of an investigation, and not just one, but two, I think both out of the FBI and the Justice Department, and along with his uncle, James, Mitt once again finds himself one of those rhinos, Republican in name only, loathed by the down-to-earth blue-collar conservative Republican more than any other connected to the GOP. How far the mighty can fall, except it seems he keeps on making such anti-conservative statements over and over again, proving, in my opinion, Mitt really doesn't give a rat's behind and is more interested in courting the elite's approval. If there is elite in the Republican ranks, Mitt Romney is it. Maybe along with Jeff Flake and Bill Kristol and some of those others. But nevertheless, Mitt's Mitt's up there, man. And a guy that I had really hoped would have won the 2012 election. And now I would rather not see him or hear of him ever again. But I doubt if I'll be so lucky. Now I'm going to go another direction. And that is the strange relationship between Joe Biden, Cindy McCain, and the late John McCain, her husband. Again, from Breitbart, former Vice President Joe Biden is touting the endorsement of Cindy McCain, or had been, during the election. And if you saw the commercial, it was sickening, you know. But now, we'll get to the cause of that. And, and again, Biden claimed Monday, falsely, or last Monday, that Trump had disparaged soldiers as suckers and losers, quote, unquote. And again, that was falsely, and it was ultimately proven to be a lie that was simply spread amongst the liberal media, just to, uh, like many other lies, just to cast a cloud about him. But you didn't get no apologies about it, did you? And, and I, I want to say here, too, that when Trump originally, when he was running for the presidency to start with, And he made those comments about john mccain being shot down and you know questioning his hero status and all that i cringed at that that was probably quite frankly there was probably that was probably one of the more idiotic comments that trump made i've said it before many people have said it but nevertheless you know again just because something happens or something said that you don't like you don't suddenly switch sides to the enemy but that's something that we have to question here. Democrats and Republicans, at least some, or some notable persons who represent each side, are they enemies, or just for the press only? Uh, because Biden, it's interesting. He he disparaged Trump when he made those comments, and I think I had that original date when he said that wrong. That was some. That was during the campaign about Trump saying or buying into. The uh, the media statement that Trump called the military suckers and losers, but Biden actually said far worse. You know about John McCain going back to what you know Trump originally said, but Biden actually said far worse about McCain. Again, from Breitbart, this is while he was still alive, and the two were on opposing sides in the 2008 election. Now, this after McCain's running mate, Alaska Governor Sarah Palin, had pointed out that then Barack Obama his ties to unrepentant former domestic terrorist William Ayers. And then Senator Biden attacked McCain as a coward who would not dare say that to Obama directly. And then Biden said in his, in his very masculine, you know, macho style quote in my neighborhood, where I come from, if you got something to say to a man, look him in the eye and say it. You know, here's Biden has made a, he's made a, tried to make a reputation for himself as being a tough guy well it's funny because how tough of a guy is he when they got him pretty much you know in the crosshairs his son in the crosshairs hunter i will say this and biden who looks like a whip pup anytime someone even tries to get a question of course. excuse me, Biden's only response is, well, I'm proud and I love my son. Well, that's good for you, Joe. But where's that tough bravado? Where's that, you know, screw you, feds, come and take us, you know? I mean, for such a tough guy who doesn't know how a gun's even used by telling the police to shoot, you know, criminals in the leg... Uh, it's all an act. He is not a tough guy. I mean, when he talks about taking, you know, Trump out behind the woodshed, he probably would trip all over himself. I doubt if he could even, he would even know what a closed fist is. But again, he tries to make himself into this tough guy, you know? So anyway, it goes on in addition in this article, Biden belittled McCain. You can't call yourself a maverick. when This is back in the day, of course, when McCain was still alive. And he said about John McCain, you can't call yourself a maverick when all you've ever been is a sidekick, he said in a speech in Florida. Biden also called the Vietnam War hero an angry man lurching from one position to another. Well, that may be true. But nevertheless, Biden can't sit there. I mean, criticizing Trump for what Trump said about McCain is like the pot calling the kettle black. But now, here's where all this ties into last week. Because according to the Daily Mail, Cindy McCain, the widow of the late Republican senator, cross who crossed party lines to endorse President-elect Joe Biden, is now reported to be in line to be named the next US ambassador to the United Kingdom. And Cindy McCain, who is 66 years old, According to Breitbart, is said to be the front-runner for the job as a reward for helping deliver the traditionally Republican state of Arizona and its 11 electoral college votes to Biden. Uh, according to a close aide, the UK, United Kingdom ambassadorship is hers if she wants it. Great. She deliz- delivered Arizona. They know that. Well, there's something else that's coming out now that I've just heard. I don't know details, but the word is out there that the McCain family, especially when John McCain was still alive, may have shared similar connections to the Chinese government as what the Biden Biden family has enjoyed. But of course, with Joe Biden getting ready to assume the presidency, most likely seeing that me personally, I'm always one of those whose glass is always half empty. I really doubt that the truth will ever come out. And of course, we're going back to Governor Andrew Cuomo because the Biden investigation is only gonna go as far as Joe Biden's administration allows it to continue. And all at once, out of the blue, you're hearing that Andrew Cuomo's name is being bannered out for the position of, guess what? Attorney General. Now, do you think that Andrew Cuomo is ever going to continue looking deeply into the activities, possible money laundering, possible treason of Hunter Biden and his old man, especially, even when all the evidence is pointing in the direction that this needs to be investigated? Or who knows? Maybe, like Cindy McCain, like Eric Swalwell, like Nancy Pelosi. Maybe there's a lot more of these politicians who are involved. I guess we can only cross our fingers and hope the truth will come out, but I've said that before and I've been disappointed before as well, as have you. Okay, finally, on this podcast, I just would like to finish, I guess, on a different note. And if you're like me, you're probably still licking your wounds since the election, trying to figure out how in the hell Donald Trump lost this election. And if you're like me, which I certainly believe that he only lost it because the Dems cheated. But I also believe that we're ever, never, never, ever going to fully know. And so Joe Biden inevitably is going to be our next president. Now for how long, who knows, but I just feel like biting down on a lemon before I could ever say those two words, President Harris. But what I wanted to just bring up just briefly, if um, I'm a college football fan and this week I watched Fog Bowl two, meaning I watched the army Navy game. And if any, any of you watched it and you saw the reception, That those soldiers and sailors gave President Trump when he walked out on that field. I certainly felt pride and I saw the enthusiasm that these troops, these sailors offered our president as an acknowledgement of his support, both through the coffers as well as the endorsements he gave and the support he gave for the actions. that they were called to perform in defense of their country. It just, you know what? It made me choke, choke up a bit, it made me proud. And it may be only four years that President Trump has served, but as I, and I will agree with some assessments, he got twice as much done in those four years as any other president has gotten completed in two terms. So this is Bob Rainerson. Thank you for joining me on this podcast of What About Bob? And I hope you'll tune in again and also pass the word to your friends if you are okay with what I'm yelping about here. You take care. Have a good week.